Happy Woo Wednesdays. If you're a photographer, go to my website, heckyesmedia.co and download my free guide on how to generate constant leads online and offline. And watch my video about my three-month coaching program called the Heck Yes Method for the high-ticket wedding photographer. Hot leads to a heck yes in five easy steps. Today, I have Jackie Porterlease in the house, Seattle wedding photographer and content creator. She is a firecracker, and I now know why ShotKit and Imagine hire her to represent their company. Today, we talk about time management tips to save your mental health. Enjoy! Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your host, Carissa Wu. I have a very special guest. Her name is Jackie, and she is a Seattle-based wedding photographer and content creator. She also writes and films YouTube reviews about photography software for ShotKit and works with the AI-powered photo editing software company, Imogen. I was drawn to her creative images and drone work. She is so incredible. You have to check out her work. I'm on her website right now, and I just like, I'm wow, my my mouth is agape. And today we're going to talk about saving time with your business so that you can make more money to do the things you love. And we're also being going to be talking about mental health, which is like my favorite topic. <laughs> Welcome, Jackie. Yay. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Um, okay, well, I am Jackie. I go by Jacqueline Portalius in my wedding brand, but everyone calls me Jackie. Um, I'm a Seattle-based wedding photographer, content creator, writer, all the things that you said. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm involved with a few different little photography-related companies like ShotKit and Imagine, and I'm about to launch my third brand, which will be web design and SEO. But my heart fully lies with wedding photography, and I first got into it pretty freshly out of high school when wow. some of my classmates kind of started getting married, you know, and I'm 33, so it's been a while. Uh-huh. Um, I'm and it's just like, it was one of those things that I didn't really think that I was going to get into. Um, I always wanted to be a fashion photographer, but if you know anything oh. about Seattle, uh, this city is not it for fashion. So, um, yeah, you so gotta weddings, be in my neck of the words, LA. You know, yeah, I, you know, if I was in LA where you were, maybe I, I'd be on a different path, but um, I'm grateful to be on this path now because it actually makes me feel something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and the first time I felt that something was, I think it was like 2012, and this girl I went to photo school with that I became pretty good friends with got married, and wow. she had me as her wedding photographer. And the connection that she and her husband had was just so special and it was unlike anything I had ever documented before and just like their community, you know, like their family and friends. It was just like for the first time I felt like I was documenting something with meaning. And so that kind of just like fueled the fire and um, 
just recently had the opportunity to go full time with this. So, oh my god, congratulations! Cre- Thank you. Yes. Okay, so you started in high school, and you were what, what were you shooting then? And then your friend just happened to say, like, she trusted you, like, shoot my wedding. <laughs> Yeah. So I used to do senior portraits in high school because people were going to like, you know, the photo studios and they were like, oh my God, these suck. And like, I hated my senior portrait. So I did my own. And then people were like, wait a minute, can you do my own? Oh, you did your own? Yes. Oh my gosh. I like put it up on a tripod and I was like, okay, we're going to Photoshop this exactly how I want. Like we're going to make that red hair redder. You know what I mean? So, um, then, you know, some of my other friends were like, okay, my senior portraits also suck. So, um, and I started making like 50 bucks a shoot. And then I did this girl's senior portrait. And then she ended up getting married. So this well, was like probably, I think uh-huh. it was the summer following high school. And so hers was the first wedding I ever did. And wow. um, then I also did my cousin's wedding because they were having a bit of a budget wedding. So I had two weddings my first year doing it. Wow. And, you know, it wasn't like the most exciting things to shoot in a wedding. So I was just kind of like, "Eh, it's money, you know? Um, but it's like, as I kind of grew, it's like, once you get that portfolio started, they keep coming. And Uh so Uh kind of like, you know, it kind of builds and builds and builds until you start photographing the weddings that you kind of want to shoot a little bit more. The one, like my friends that just kind of made me get really excited about it. No. So how long have you been doing weddings? Weddings. So that was about, I want to say like 2008. So it's like, I, I don't do math so good. I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like 13 or 14 do years either. I've been doing weddings. Yeah, oh, we like, started whatever. the same Someone's, year. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yeah. Twinning. Oh my gosh. I've been years. listening to like different podcasts and like YouTubes and um, someone was saying that once they did their first wedding, they just got addicted. And it just reminded me that wedding photography is kind of an addiction. It's just like you do, you know, you said you, you, you uh, thought about it like at night and after and you couldn't stop thinking about it. It's just like that love, like really like. Yes. Oh my gosh. Not to mention like the feedback that your clients give you after you deliver a wedding and that they're just like, oh my God, I cried looking at these. It's like, it is just pure like serotonin right to the veins every single time. And it's just like, I just want to feel that way all the time. So oh, I, just, I love that. I just, I just love it so much. <laughs> it just makes too. me feel unreal. I used to get like depressed if I didn't shoot a wedding for like. Three oh my gosh! Weeks. So I just like I need like yeah the serotonin. Yeah, that I need that fulfillment. Like, you know, yeah. it's like it's such a big part of our identity, and it's like when you don't have that, like in during like the pandemic when I didn't have it as much, I was just like, oh my god, who am I even? You know, and oh it's it's just you know in the off season. I'm like, it's it's nice to have a break, but I'm just like, God, you start to really miss it after a while. And you're just like, am I a potato? Like, am I, am I doing anything? So <laughs> yeah. it's just having that fulfillment is really just integral to my happiness. Really, uh, during, yeah. I was on your Instagram all day and all morning, but I'm just going to go over all your different, oh, like, <laughs> real fast. Um, oh, blushing. <laughs> so you have jackfruit creative which mm-hmm. is a creative agency offering photo video web design talent and seo copywriting which you just mentioned yes you have jacqueline portalise which is your wedding photography business you are a content specialist for imagine ai mm-hmm. 
and you are also a content creator for the other one that we're going to talk yeah, about. Shot kit. Yeah, Shot Kit. Yeah, <laughs> Shot Kit. Yeah, I just, I, so I, I kind of um, got involved with Shot Kit a few years ago. Um, the CEO, Mark Condon, found me on Reddit, on the wedding photography subreddit, which oh, I no way. Uh-huh. also love to talk about at some point today if we have time because they've been fantastic. But he found yeah. me and he's like, hey, you write really funny. Do you want to write for ShotKit? And ShotKit's like a pretty well-known uh, photography gear review company. Okay. I started writing for them and uh, I would just do gear at first and then it started turning into um, – they realized that I was like pretty good with software because oh. uh, I have a little bit of software background. I'm like a serial nerd, like gamer. I used to work in college administration for many years and uh-huh. it was, you know, very tech heavy. So I started reviewing software for them. And then um, I came across this brand called Imagine. I was reading about it in um, like a Facebook community and I heard that it was like AI powered photo editing that edits your entire weddings for you. It like learns the way that you edit in Lightroom and like I'm kind of a control freak so I don't really want to, you know, I don't don't like to trust like human people to edit my stuff. So I was like, I'll give this one a whirl. Yeah. Um, And I loved it and I was like, Shotkit, have you guys heard of Imagine? Oh my gosh, like we need to review this. So imagine I like your podcast voice. Like, <laughs> that was a good podcast voice. Yes, you know, it's just this microphone. It's not me. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, oh my gosh, this is a fantastic, like, this is a fantastic time-saving tool, and it's like keeping me sane. And so I wanted to write about it. So this is actually the first YouTube video that I ever filmed was wow. a review for Imagine. And that kind of just really pushed me into doing video and video editing. And it kind of like, in a way, like Shot Kit and Imagine kind of like changed my life in many ways. Wow. Um, because then I started getting really passionate about video and and using video for content creation. And so then I kind of, that's when I kind of took my content creation, Jackfruit Creative, in like another direction. And I went oh. from commercial photography to a creative agency because then I was also producing this other stuff. And then web design gets in there a little bit as well at one point. Yes. I was going to ask you about that because, well, your creative agency, I was going to say like, how did you start that? But I guess all this content creation kind of led you into your own creative agency because you're pretty much doing a whole 360 marketing for people, right? Yeah. So um, it's mostly like visual marketing and kind of, um, I like to work with smaller brands because I feel that you know, coming from wedding photography, a small brand is kind of a love story in and of itself. And Ooh. so it's like, I'm really proud of my business. I'm very passionate about what I've built all by myself um, and the way that it makes me feel. And I know that other people feel just that way about their brand. And so I like to kind of assist people finding their like visual brand identity. And I really want to bring that love and that passion out into their work because this is what they're showing and this is how they're marketing their business, right? So I started getting into commercial photography to do that a few years ago. Also just kind of by happenstance, some people just word of mouth like, hey, you do weddings, do you also do this? Yeah. And then I realized like I'm getting a lot of little businesses and little products and like services. So like I do a lot of work with estheticians coincidentally. Yeah. so yeah, it's just kind of turned it's into so this thing and it's just expanding and it's exciting and now I'm doing websites. <laughs> so, oh my God. No, you're bringing about a lot of, a lot of memories 
for me because I did something like for an esthetician too. And I was like working in a lab oh, so cool. with like, with like a, like a cap on and like, like a whole like lab suit. And I'm like, the, the things that like we like, photo- what the photography takes us, it's just such a journey. But I love how you said that, you know, any small business is just like this form of like love. Like it comes from love. It comes from passion and you're helping mm-hmm. people visually tell that story to, you know, their ideal client and their audiences. That's so cool. Yeah. And it's nice to like, it's also, you know, like weddings, it's nice to have that journey documented. And I like to also bring out a lot of personal branding as well and make sure that the face behind this thing that they've created is also being shown. Um, and like, you know, I love it when my second shooters take pictures of me working. So it's like, uh-huh. I always try to make sure that they get that too, because I think it's like, that's their own milestone. Um, and things that they can remember when they look back in five years, when they're like making six figures, doing whatever they're doing. And then yeah. just like, Oh, this is where I came from. So yeah, yeah. So a pretty photo of me that you took. <laughs> <That's so cool. laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so I read your questionnaire, and I love the question, but I'm going to ask you, it's going to okay. tie into the Reddit, but also, like, how do you get your heck yes from your dream clients type of thing? So take it away with anything you want to say, because I loved your answer. <laughs> I took this one away from the Wedding Photography subreddit, and um, somebody was asking about, like, fun things that you can say in your contact form to be a little more personal, and this person yeah. goes, I just ask what the nerdiest thing about them is. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a total nerd. This would be fantastic because it's an opportunity to get to know something about someone. Um, it, it's a it's a topic of conversation that you can bring into your initial response that kind of helps you stand out apart from like, this is business, you know? Um, and it's also kind of an opportunity for you to be a little vulnerable yeah. uh, right off the bat, which I think is probably the most fantastic part about it. So I say... And um, because you can kind of have like a pre-answer, right? Uh Uh, Before they start typing, it says, I've had an on-again, off-again relationship with World of Warcraft for the last 15 years, which is totally true. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you don't look like a nerd, but that's hilarious. (laughs) You know, it's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm playing right now. Like, so (laughs) I just kind of like to do that. And it's like, it is insane how many people end up being like, oh my gosh, I also play World of Warcraft or like, I'm in a D&D league. And it just, it just opens up these doors for you to have this like very personal conversation and it makes you memorable. And I find that ever since I put that in my contact form, it's been... I at least get a consultate a, a video consultation with people, oh. and a lot I mean, of it's consult- a lot more than that. It's your amazing work, but it, definitely that is a cool question, and I think I'm gonna take it from you because I'm gonna change my contact form right now and say like, what's your favorite like like rom com or something like that? Yeah, I think just asking some, you know, even if it's not, what's the nerdiest thing about you? Asking some personal question where you can start a conversation outside of your sales pitch. I think helps you with your sales pitch. <laughs> so. yes. Yeah. Cause the first thing that you hop on the phone, like you have to create rapport with people and you can be like, Oh my God, like we're like world of, War- world of Warcraft buddies or <laughs> yeah. whatever. And have that create that rapport. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. So I guess another question I would say, like you have different brands, but, and we're going to talk about time management, but I say like, what are you most passionate about right now? Like, or like, how do you spend your day? Um, wow. Well, I mean, I'm just so excited about so many things right now. Uh-huh. So this being my first 
summer self-employed, I and so passionate about like just the idea of like where I'm able to take this now because what I realized was like I always had a day job that I worked alongside of this. Oh, what did and you do? Kind of um I so I worked in college administration literally from the time I was out of high school until last summer. Okay. Um, and it was, you know, it was just you when you're a kid and you get your first big girl job, you just kind of get content there and it felt safe. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, and then you get a little Stockholm syndrome almost. So I was uh-huh. scared. And uh-huh. so, you know, eventually, like, bless the pandemic for this reason, we had to start working from home. And it made me realize, like, oh, I have all this time that I can kind of pour into building stuff. And that's kind of when I really started putting more time into the content creation thing. Um, oh. Now I'm at home and I can just take people's products any time of the day when the light is super killer and just kind uh-huh. of knock it out like on my lunch break or whatever. Oh. And so when they wanted us to come back to the office, I was like, oh, no. So then <laughs> I went and got a remote job with Amazon as a content specialist for a year. They're kind of building like a Pinterest like platform. So I was like choosing photos and looking for influencers and all that stuff for yeah. that. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm just now that I've just had all this kind of extra time, like, what if I just put a little more time into it? And so I'm realizing like the content creation business and the web design thing just kind of skyrocketed very unexpectedly this summer after, you know, I made more time for it during the day. And so I have just been so passionate about growing that and kind of seeing where it can take me. And like, you know, in addition to, I haven't, I, I have so much that I want to pour into my wedding brand and I'm so excited um, to, to have a little more time because time management is also a thing that I've been learning is very complicated when you become fully self-employed and you're your own boss. Um, wow. When I do have a little more time in the off season, I'm just, you know, I just am going to pour myself into my websites and my brands. And it's just really, I don't know, it's just been That's very cool. exciting. Yeah, I, I feel your excitement. I feel your excitement. I hope that kind of answers the question. No, it does. I was confused by the questionnaire when you said it was like your first year full-time and I was like, full-time? Like, Ow. you look like a veteran for wedding photography. You look like you've been doing it for, you know, years, which you have. But that's so crazy that you were doing it two things at once and working oh, at yeah. Amazon. Is, oh, my God. That's that's so crazy. Um, And I guess that leads us to our hot topic, but tell us our your hot topic today and why you chose it, why it's so special to you. Okay. Well, like I said, time management has been something that's so incredibly complicated when you're, you know, when you're your own boss and you're only responsible for yourself and your own time. And I am realized I am absolutely freaking swamped all the time and prioritizing is really difficult. So one of the things that I've had to start doing is I have to, which I, I'm sure many of us do, but I, I make a list of all of my things that I want to get done that week and then a list of all the things that I want to get done that day. So yeah, I run my, I do, right? Yes. It's like I've found that it's really nice to kind of like drop it into sections like here's my weekly goals and here's my daily goals. And so um, I just do this like literally in my Gmail, like my inbox, and you have like a little task list there on the right side and you can actually like drag and drop and move stuff. You can like leave little notes and little, you know, links to things. Oh my gosh. Uh It's been so nice because then I'm like, you know, the, the second thing of it is like, you know, figuring out when your most productive hours are and like 
you know, kind of learning how to prioritize. And so it's like, sometimes you realize that like, maybe that really, really big thing that I have to meet the deadline for could be moved to the end of my day because I can get three more little things done. Yeah, yeah, So I'll just kind of drag and drop it and just, you know, yeah. So it's like you can move stuff around. So do you just um, send that Gmail like in like email in a draft and then you're Yeah, it's like there's – if you look on your Gmail inbox, there's like a little circle with a checkbox and it says tasks if you hover over it and you click that sucker and you can make multiple task lists. The fun thing is I also leave my uh, email templates in their own devoted quote unquote task list area just so they're like in my email already and oh, I can just go copy and paste them. Yeah. So that's kind of, you, you can use it in many creative ways, the task yeah, list. Yeah. So I'm a Gmail that fan. Is like, so I, I'm happy to hear all these tips and tricks because my oh yeah my iPhone notes are freaking insane. It's like if someone went through my phone, they look like I look like a crazy person. <laughs> I, my iPhone notes are absolutely bananas because they go in between your computer and your phone, you know, but it's like, yeah. whatever. Um, but I love that. Too. Yeah. The, the, the task list thing has been often. And then the other thing that I've really needed to kind of figure out is like, what hours of the day am I most productive? Because oh. I find that my like problem is I'll say like, oh yeah, I'm going to go on a hike this morning. And I'll totally work it when I'm like back at 5 PM. Uh-huh. My brain is not going to function at 5 PM because I have already poured so much stuff into mm. it that it's going to take me forever to get started. So yeah. um, I don't know about I don't know about you and like, I want to ask you this because I was actually talking to another photographer about it yesterday, but like, do you ever find that it's just so, it's like so hard to get started on a project or like an edit and it's like just, it's just like getting started, but then once you get in the flow of it, you're just like, oh, this is fine and you'll just knock it out. Yes. I, like, it's funny because I just had this conversation with a friend and she's actually a gamer um, in the gaming industry. Yeah. The other one, <laughs> opposite one of Riot, but she told me that she struggles so much with getting started, but she has like these little like sativa like <laughs> gummies like to help her. Oh, nice. So stressed about just starting. And I was like, I really felt so good to hear someone else like relate because I could have like a couple emails to do and then I'll be at the like museum, like on a, like a day trip with my husband. And I'm kind of like anxious about these two emails and I'm like, chill the F out. Like you could get it done, but yeah, just the fact just to like, start it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, we spend so much time agonizing over getting started. And like, honestly, if you just get started, it's, it takes like two seconds and then you don't have to feel that way anymore. It's like easier said than done. Yeah. It's just like, I whatever. So because I, I have the same thing, but I feel like I'm just like, okay, this list of things if I don't get started, it just keeps like adding up. And then like that, like task list gets like longer and longer. So I just have to kind of like knock it out like right away. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I, so what, like totally, because if I, I realize if I wake up and I immediately make my bed and then I immediately go and brew my Chemex coffee and I don't like let my phone get in the way or like, you know, I don't fire up World of Warcraft. I, get immediately get in that state of like let's start doing stuff oh, yeah, and so it's like just thing. little things at a time and then I'll just realize that I'll like sit in front of my computer and work and then I like don't blink for nine hours and then it's like five and I'm like oh my god I got so much done today so figuring out like that time of day where your brain functions the best and then just being a little more diligent about doing your work then is so important and like you know it's kind of it's Again, it's easier said than done because no one is telling you to do this. Um, but 
I have found that that helps for me so much. Yeah, me too. Like I have had a more self-awareness this year than ever before, but I got the whole like oh wow kid thing going on and like getting through COVID and stuff. But I feel like I'm so strict about like, yeah, waking up, making the bed, like doing my morning rituals and then working out and then like tackling like my three hours of CEO time. And then I could like kind of play after that. I was shooting weddings basically for free or for like a grand. And I was having to haggle for every single session to try and like show them my value. And now I have clients coming to me saying that they want to work with me. And I have more importantly, other people in the industry recognizing my worth and asking me to work with them, which to me means even more than the clients because they're people who've been in the industry for 10 plus years. They've seen, you know, hundreds of other photographers and they're able to recognize me and the value that I can offer them. Yep, that's my student Kimberly. She's just one of my dozens of students crushing it. Go on my website, www.heckyesmedia.co and book a 15 minute strategy session with me. Only if you want to be booked out on multiple preferred vendor lists and have a proven marketing plan. Yeah, and it's so good to kind of get into those habits too because honestly, it, it makes you just feel so much better. And sometimes it can just, oh, it's like you just want to drag your feet about like going to the spin class and like it, you know, doing all the things and making your bed. But you just feel so much better once you do it. <laughs> once yes. it just gets oh, out of the way yes. early. Yeah. And your brain's a little that. more ready for it, you know? So, totally. okay. So I'm going to say time management tips for number one was just like that task list, the Gmail tip looking at your calendar, like the week and the day, even the month, and like mm. knowing yourself when you want to work, when you work best, when your brain's on fire, when your brain's like has lots of fog, and wants to rest. Take it away with tip number two. Um, so I have always been a bit of a control freak. And when you start to get a lot of work, you know, everyone's always like, you should hire an assistant or like you should outsource. And I just dragged my feet about outsourcing for so long because I was like, I don't really trust anybody else to do my stuff because um, especially, you know, emails, I don't know how anyone's going to do that for me. I was just talking to um, that photographer I spoke with yesterday was telling me she had like her mom or um, she had like her, I think it was like her mother-in-law or something was running her emails for her. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel crazy. like every email I send is so involved. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like, I just like to have control over that. And the other thing that people outsource all the time is photo editing, right? And I'm just yeah. like, how? I just, yeah. it's, I, I, my time in the digital dark room is such a part of like what I love to do. Um, I've all, you know, cause I'm kind of like, I like software. And so I like to, I like to play with software and I like uh -huh. to kind of have control over my style and my style is so important to me. Um, so I've always dragged my feet on outsourcing, outsourcing my photo editing. And then, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I came across imagine where it's like, oh, Hey, there's this really cool AI powered tool that just learns the way you edit in Lightroom. And then you upload your wedding photography catalog and it spits it out fully edited in your style and consistent, I might add, um, in like 30 minutes. Sometimes yeah, it's I'm, like five I'm, minutes. I'm a believer because I watched 
every single IGTV or IG live and reel that they made. And I was like, people talking really? about this and how it like knows your style, like some, you know, how you do your greens, how you do your red, mm-hmm. how poppy you want, how punchy those colors you want. And it just reads it. But what the heck? Like, do you, you have to call oh. it first and then it does it for you or what's the process? It So basically, um, they want you to upload catalogs with like 5,000 worth of your images, which like can be a little tricky for some people. I had to like dig way back into my like, you know, archives. So <clears throat> it's like you want, ideally you can upload stuff that's like very reflective of your current style and like it will kind of learn from that. Crazy. Which like, I don't know. I mean, as much as I love to just edit my own portraits and stuff, I don't really enjoy I have no feelings about editing pictures of like Aunt Jane laughing during cocktail hour or like, uh-huh. you know, your drunk groomsmen, like, you know, tearing it up on the dance floor. It's like, that's not super fun for me to edit. And with Imagine, like, it'll just edit all of that. And like, I usually have no qualms with the way, with what it gives me back. It's just very straightforward editing. Oh, and, so it, you know, it like took what I have done on previous dance floors and cocktail hours and stuff. And it learned that and it just, and it just does that. And obviously, yeah. you know, like it's going to come back. You're going to probably want to like tweak your portraits a little bit and uh-huh. like your ceremony. Um, but like – It's doing that's the always, Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's the stuff that actually takes a lot of time that just like really doesn't need to because people – it's just photos that are fun to look at. But it's not, you know, the fine art aspect of a wedding day that you uh-huh. as the photographer want to devote hours of your time that you could be hiking or skiing or, you know – reading or your self-care routine it's like that's uh, that's stuff that you could be doing instead of editing dance floor photos yeah in my okay, opinion so to recap to our listeners go to imagine is it dot ai imagine dot yeah AI. so it's imagine um so they actually A- rebranded A- A- to A- imagine it's it's just imagine now is what they're calling it the okay. url is still imagine i m a g e n dash AI.com. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm actually, I actually have a referral link for you yes. that's specific Yay. for your podcast. So you can just put the link in like your, you know, uh, sure. in like the description of this pod if that's a little bit easier. Yeah, and sure. the fun thing about the link is it is also going to give them a thousand free edits. So Ooh. they don't have to like pay, they can just try it. And you can also try it too. Oh, um, and if you it. sign up through your own link, you get credit toward yeah. your account as well. So that's kind of Ooh, fun for you. Thank you. So, I, always, yeah, I always like kind of picture this day, you know, I always thought like my, during my career, like our, you know, computer is going to take over jobs. Obviously they can't because it's our personalities and it's a love connection, but computers, AI is going to take over our editing. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> the day has which, like, which it kind of does and it doesn't, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like at the end of the day, you have to remember because I kind of felt a little bit of guilt with this. I'm like, is it like really me? Um, but it's like, imagine your Imagine profile is you. It's what you've created mm-hmm. and it's helping you along. And like, yes, I go back in and I'll tweak like my portraits and ceremony and the things that, you know, you, you probably, it's like presets except, you know, it's a little more yeah. consistent <laughs> and like a, way better. But it's like, you're still going to want to go back in and like give it a check and tweak. And so you're still putting yourself into it. And at the end of the day, it is you and your editing. And it's a little more guilt-free than just like, oh, the AI is doing it, you know. <laughs> what else do you outsource? 
Um, I so that is actually the only thing I have felt comfortable outsourcing, which I feel oh, like is saying a lot because, like I said, I'm kind of a control freak. Uh-huh. Um, I think eventually I would love to outsource my blogging. I think that's going to be my next thing. Um, I love SEO writing a lot. Uh-huh. I'm, uh-huh. you know, I do it for Shopkit, obviously, but it's like. I don't remember the last time I had a moment to blog a wedding and I've just made so many, I've just taken so many beautiful photos I know. in the last year. And I I'm just saw, like, I saw when uh, Reels came on and blogging was like my baby. It was just like, I always said blogging was my first baby, which is, you know, controversial. Yeah. Days, but it really was like, I put so much heart and soul into my blog and I'm like, I just stopped blogging too. And it just eats my heart when I'm like, that's a lot amazing wedding and then I like come down to it I'm like uh I have to do the podcast (laughs) it's like oh I gotta prioritize better (laughs) it's just something it's like it's funny because most of my clients are coming from google searches which is obviously coming from your blog right and it's just like what do people do when they want to hire a wedding photographer or like the first thing they do is find a venue right usually and then they're like, well, what does it look like when this venue is photographed? And that's how they find you is they yes. Google, like, what does a wedding look like at this venue? And so you want to be up there in those ranks because yeah. that's where a lot of people are like, you look like you know how to take really good photos here. I want to talk to you. So uh, it blogging is such an important part of the marketing process as wedding photographers. In addition to like, you know, Instagram and TikTok as well, you get a lot of work from there. But blogging is a huge deal and I yeah, haven't had a lot of time to do it. And it's like, I kind of want to outsource that next, honestly. So I'll do let it. you know how that goes. Yeah, you're making all this money from all these different <laughs> affiliates. So you could outsource it for sure. <laughs> Take us away with tip number three. Um, well, to be honest, I, I kind of like worked in tip number two earlier with the figure out your most productive hours. So we kind of oh, are at tip yeah. number three. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's kind of, you know, I just kind of wanted to close this out with like just kind of a reminder to you and to me and to everyone who's listening that, you know, our mental health is really so important to our creative mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that we continue loving what we do because that is a direct, that is directly reflected in, in, you know, what we give to our clients and what we deliver and what we're showing out there. So oh my God, totally. time management and, and learning it's okay to ask for help and outsource some things that's going to give us more time that we can put toward our life and the things that we want to do. And obviously other opportunities, starting a podcast, becoming an educator, that's going to give us more time to make sure that we can grow and build ourselves in ways. And it's going to prevent us from burnout, which is, (laughs) which is a huge deal because, you know, you create this big thing and if you burn out, well, you don't really like it anymore. And that's always a direct reflection in what you're giving. So make sure that you make some time for your mental health and, you know, your self-care routines and your personal life too. Oh yeah. I've struggled with mental health, like with postpartum depression and like not feeling good enough. And I've come to this point where I've in a really good place in my, my life. And I was going to even text my husband today, like, wow, like I feel oh. like we're doing good now. And it's really like a good reflection oh. on my mental health, but mental health is so, so sweet. important to me because 2021 was really hard because of all the reschedules and mm-hmm. just craziness and like having a one-year-old and another kid. But it was just, it was, I had like my all-time low and then like 
coming out of it, it was just really good for me because I, I learned how to say no. I, you know, I raised my prices. I only work with people I want to. Like, I'm not doing everything. I'm focusing. I'm not chasing the shiny object anymore. Like, I have yeah. my coaching program, my hybrid coaching program. And it just feels so good to get, you know, to a place where mental health is your priority. And people always said that, but I really took it seriously after I turned 37 for some reason. <laughs> that was just like, yeah. it's your birthday, you wake up, you're like, I'm going to take this it's seriously. Me, yeah, now. Yeah. That is honestly so awesome to hear and so inspirational. And I, and I really love the point that you said about learning to say no. And I think that that, that is something I always said that 2021 was the year of yes, or like age 32 for me was the year of saying yes to literally everything. And I like stood by that until my birthday this year, which was in May. Uh And then I realized like, okay, you need to stop saying yes to everything because it's driving you crazy and you're so tired. And so it's so, it's like, while that opens up opportunities, it's also very important that we set boundaries for ourselves um, so that, you know, we don't go crazy yeah. And if we do want to say yes to everything, raise those prices and say yes to everything and just, you know, work less and make more. Yes. <laughs> Basically. Dude, my job. Ooh. Okay, some fun questions. Oh, good. Tell we talked about this before our chat, but tell us about yeah, like your dream uh, apartment right now and your interior design and your minimalism approach. And <laughs> yeah. I have to share like on Instagram your your house because I'm just I feel like a hoarder right now looking at my stuff and your stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm blushing. I mean, you have children and your house is beautiful still, so that says a lot. Um I have one cat, so it doesn't get too wild in here fortunately. But so I so I am currently living in my dream apartment which is also my photo studio. I have a backdrop hanging on the wall behind me is always oh, my dream yeah, to live in my wow. photo studio, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So um so it's been very exciting. I used to, when this building um, first opened up, there's a vintage side and a modern side and they renovated the vintage side and they built the modern side. And I was like, what a freaking cool concept. It's all like Scandinavian style. It's so cool. Yeah. And I used to just dream about living in this building. Um, it's in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle where I have resided for almost 10 years. And it's just, it's so charming in this area. It's quiet. People just walk their dogs. There's bunnies and hummingbirds. It's fantastic. Um, so a few years ago, um, I was in a relationship with somebody and it ended and I had this opportunity to go look for my first place all by myself. I've always had roommates or a partner and I got to go seek my blank canvas and they, I just came to this property to look at another unit that I thought kind of sucked, (laughs) but it, you know, I was like, I owe it to myself to just see the property. And then it turns out the unit that I'm currently in opened up that day. Wow! So it was perfect. It has a beautiful patio. I can see the space needle when I put my, well, the top of the space needle, but I can, I can see it when I put my head down at night and, you know, little birds visit me and stuff. And it's just been wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Interior design is something that I'm passionate about. And so I've been able to kind of have full control over my space. And like, this is my office. Like, it's so important that the atmosphere that you're working in is, you know, like you ever play the Sims and they have that environment bar, like you got to keep that environment bar up. (laughs) (laughs) Talk nerdy to me, bro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Here's a second, but um, 
what is your woo factor? What makes you stand out in your wedding photography business and your content creation business? Drones. I got so into drones a few years ago. Oh my gosh. I just kind of bought one just for the funsies. And then I had this, um, I had this wedding where uh, I actually did their family photo shoot yesterday. So this is kind of a fun coincidence. But I had this wedding where there was a sunflower field. And I was like, what if you just walked through the sunflower field wow. and held hands and I photographed it from above? And that became like such an iconic photo for me that did crazy stuff for my business. Like there's not too many people that use drones in wedding photography. And I get so many clients that are like, oh my God, like we want a drone photo. And so I kind of work with my clients because I think everyone deserves a really jaw-dropping fine art piece that they can feel good about printing on a canvas and hanging somewhere. Exactly. And so a lot of times they want the drone photo. So, So drones and then just in general, my editing style, there's a lot of people that are doing the dark and moody thing still, like really warm tones. And a lot of people reach out to me and they're just like, oh, we just love how natural your photos look. Like they're just, they're bold and they're like warm. But at the same time, like I retain all the color. Um, I totally. have like kind of a sense of timelessness because I know that trends only stick around for a little while. And then, you know, when you're 87 and you're looking back at your photos and you're just like, <laughs> like what is that? What is the- why is the sky gray? What? Yeah, like, dark period. <laughs> blue. Like dad was wearing a blue suit. That's so weird. Why is it gray in the book? You know, so I think I, that's the other thing that I really like to do to kind of stand out is just Yeah, talk. you inspire me to buy a drone, so I'm going to buy it today. You told Please me. Please do that. it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I wish you were, I wish were more local so you could teach me, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> you know what is funny is they're so easy – to fly. I was so afraid of it when I got it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like flying this thousand dollar object, like out of my sights. But it's like, yeah, you just fly it up. You can see everything right on your phone and you just take the picture and it's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. They got the same camera settings that our cameras do and you're good. I would please show me when you get your drone, I want to see your photos and all of the things that you make because I'm oh, I always really excited when people get their sure. first. Oh, no, so when I saw your cute. website, um, I would get I would describe your work in one word. It would be iconic, and oh my gosh. you get the, you get the photos that. that people can't get, and you know it's because of the drones and other artistic <laughs> creative. <laughs> Yeah, but it, I was like, what the heck? Like, how does she get these shots? Like, she's standing <laughs> on a freaking balcony, but... Um, really we, tall. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, your work is incredible. But I guess the last question is, say a wedding photographer or a wedding professional is listening right now, and they're struggling to either become a content creator or develop their style or just get work. What lasting advice would you tell them? Post on your personal Instagram. Let your friends know that you do this. This sounds super, I mean, this is just kind of, there's all sorts of advice that I could give, but like Uh the reason my content creation business kind of blew up is because I just started, I don't, I don't post to my business Instagrams that much, but I am really annoying on my Instagram stories to all of my (laughs) friends. Because interestingly, my my personal account has more followers than my business ones. I don't know. Me too. Yeah, um, me too. Not right. It's like people just you know sometimes they just want to know about you. But uh-huh. always make sure you're pro- cross posting to your personal account too, because word of mouth is such a powerful thing. And there's a lot of people out there that are trying to build something, and they really need your help, and they might not know that you can help them. So, you know, 
you can post to your devoted audience of wedding photography people, but sometimes you just kind of need to let the people that are like regularly in your life socially and your family members know that like, Hey, I do this really great thing. Uh So that's, that's what has been super killing it for me this past year is just cross posting and making sure that like, you're really annoying to all the people in your community that, yes. you I know. love that too. That was so good. Okay, tell everyone where to find you. Okay, you can find me on Instagram. Um, that's kind of where I do most of my socializing and and networking and stuff. My handle is Portalise Photo. No, actually, sorry, I changed it recently. It's Jacqueline.Portalise, which is very difficult to spell, but I'm sure you can find it in the podcast title. Um, and then you can also find me at Jackfruit Creative, J-A-K-F-R-U-I-T, Creative all one word. That's my content creation situation. Um, and yeah, you can follow me on Instagram there. And then the same exact handles over on TikTok as well. I'm, I'm just getting into TikTok. I'm a millennial, not a Gen Zer, So it's kind of tricky, but you can find <laughs> me there as well. You can watch. Yeah. Right. I'm like, you can find me there and watch my struggle. So yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling too, girl, with TikTok. <laughs> Cool. It was so great to have you. And I truly love this conversation. You are a true, like multifaceted human being and entrepreneur and creative and hustler and even corporate woman. So it was fantastic to get to know you. Yes. Thank Thank you so much for having me. This is my first podcast I've been on and I had a super blast. So thank you for sharing this experience with me. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.